What's up? Welcome to Skate Date. I'm back looking like crap. It is another day, and I really thought today was Tuesday, but really it's not Tuesday. But I guess it's Monday, and isn't that the most Monday thing you've ever heard? I wish it was Tuesday, because then I'd be way closer to this week being over. <laughs> I wish that it was Friday, because we're going to Disneyland on Friday. No, me and my two derby wives are going to Disneyland on Friday. I am also going to Disneyland on Friday. They lost your ticket. No, they didn't. I sold it. No, they didn't. No girlfriends allowed, only wives? No. <laughs> so we're going to Disneyland. If you don't know what a derby wife is and you're really curious, you can write in and maybe we'll answer that question for you. Yeah, I don't have one because I'm not a hoe. <laughs> no one wants you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's only okay. me. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um. Anyway, so welcome to Skate Date. Skate Date is a podcast made by two roller skaters who fell in love and started roller skating on skate dates and wanted to share those skate dates with the world. So here we are. But we just got his foot stuck in his water bowl. Is that what that sound was? Yeah, I was, he like, was like, what is happening? <laughs> and I was like, what? And his back foot was like slipping in it so he couldn't. Oh, he looks so Oh, poor little guy. Yeah, two girls, one pup. Okay. Anyway, so, so I'm Rebel. <laughs> Ew, we didn't stop doing that. <laughs> we already dress alike a lot of the time. Anyways, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Wait, so I'm Rebel. I'm Shove. And together we're Shovel. Can you dig it? I can. Always. I can always dig it. <laughs> um, did you know that we're even dressed alike right now? Like we're literally both wearing like a shirt with a little bit of <laughs> white writing in the corner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's cute. Mm -hmm. um, so today we are going to talk about sticking up for yourself. And we're also going to talk about skate accessories. <laughs> are oh you excited? Oh my gosh. Um... <laughs> I I will talk about how I feel about that later. Yeah, she has lots of opinions about yeah, skate I'm gonna, accessories. I'm going to offend a lot of my listeners right now. So my favorite, favorite listeners, some people I might even call friends, will be highly offended about my opinions of skate accessories. But you know what? If we all shared the same opinion, then life would be boring. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, so um, this last week, me and Shove went on a date... And it was so cute. Yeah, that was that. That was literally like a few days ago. Mm hmm. Like three days ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what did we do, babe? Um, I bought you flowers. Yes. Shove bought me flowers. We went to a burlesque show, which Rebel forgot to get VIP tickets to. So we saw half the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't remember because it's been two years. That I didn't remember that I had to get VIP instead of general admission. Anyways, whatever. So I surprised her. Or <laughs> we I had tried so much to surprise fun. Her Still had so much fun. With a burlesque show, Little Miss Nasty. Look it up. So good. If you're into like the kind of stuff that we're into, <laughs> you'll like it. <laughs> it was a really good show. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, first week of Derby being back completed. And that means only three practices for me and one practice for Rebel. And I am zonked. Zonked? Yes, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> I love that. Um, I am not zonked, but 
I hope to be zonked in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, we took an entire weekend off. We did jack squat this weekend. It was amazing. Squid Squid games. Watch it now. Oh my gosh. But only if you are mentally stable because I am not mentally stable. And when I watched squid games, I had a mental breakdown at the end. So, yeah. It's also and very She's gory. not making light. She actually was very disturbed afterwards. She could not do horror well. And the amount of thriller it was, Rebel was very uneasy last night. And that was really fun to have to take care of till two in the morning. Well, um, I told you, let's never watch horror scary movies because I have bad reactions to them. And you said, Yet I don't care. She said, we need to watch this. I, I wasn't going to watch it. You weren't going to watch it? Yeah, I skipped over it. I told you I thought it was a kid's thing. Oh, yeah. I just saw it as a trailer and I was like, this looks interesting. So I brought it up to my students today in class and half of my students were like, oh, my God. It's so good. And I was like, yeah, I I mean, it's really good. But also, like, I literally could not handle it afterwards. And then they were like, Miss Mang, do you think you would have made it through the first game? And I was like, through the first game? If I had made it through the first round of the first game, then I think I would have made it through the first game game but if i did not make it through the first round i obviously would not have made it through the first game what well it's hard to say without spoiling it anyways, anyways we're not that's whatever. all we're gonna say is watch squid we're game. just gonna say watch it but also if you don't do gore or horror or thrillers don't do it and i hope that there's a season two yes Anyways, so should we jump into our zaddy dad? I would like to go home. Zad, dad, dad. I would like to go home. You are home. (laughs) Skate date is home. Okay. Okay. So let's do an ad then. So, babe, guess what came in the mail? Oh, no. What did you order now? Well, I heard this ad on skate date the other week for a custom roller skate stocking and it arrived. Oh my God, I didn't know you ordered one. Where is it? It's right here. But before I show you, you have to guess the color. Okay. Um, pink. No. Look. Amazing. It's teal and yellow. Up, up and crochet shop does it again. Yes, Up Up and Crochet is not your average crochet shop. They have all sorts of cool stuff. Like roller derby beanies and those super dope stockings. Order yours today. Custom colors for early bird pricing and early delivery and October 1st. And it's only $40. And look how big it is. It's so big. It's way bigger than I thought it was going to be when I ordered it. So I'm excited. Dope. Look at all of the room for Shove to get me presents. I like the wheels. Yeah, I like the whole thing. Okay, so um, should we go to the real world? You're acting weird, but it's because, well, y'all, I am trying to be like Rebel and I'm trying to vlog, but I have challenged myself to vlog every day for a week and it started today and i already feel like i'm in for a doozy and i'm like trying to be like i'm just a normal person but my life i'm realizing is not that normal (laughs) but um i hopefully we'll see what happens and you'll get to see this video one day and be like wow no wonder my show's always cranky and tired (laughs) i love it i think it's so fun let's jump in okay
it's the real world. What, what, do, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do in the real world, babe? Well, we talk about real issues and things that happen outside of roller skating or sometimes semi roller skating related, but really just any topic that we could potentially want to talk about, we talk about in the real world. That's what's up. It's the meat and potatoes of our podcast. Meat and potatoes? Yeah. It's the heavy carbs <laughs> and the protein. <laughs> Anyway, so today we're going to talk about speaking up for yourself. Have you ever spoken up for yourself, babe? Rarely. I'm always better at speaking up for others. Okay, so let's just premise this by saying that speaking up for yourself is really, really, really hard. Um, (laughs) I think that both me and Shev have a hard time speaking up for ourselves. Oh, I think you're better at it. I'm definitely better at it, but we both have a hard time doing it. Yeah, um, speak. it's just so hard, especially like so many things go into it, like the way you're raised and your confidence level and like thinking you just deserve the way you're treated. So you just accept it instead of like really taking a stand. Yeah. And I also think like it's contextual as well, you know, like if I am in a certain situation, I'm more likely to stand up for myself than I might be in another situation. Like whether it is people that I'm around or like a new workplace or something that involves something that I feel like is volatile. So I think it just honestly depends on the situation for me. I'm like a boiling pot of water. Basically, it's just there and I take it and I take it and it starts simmering and it starts simmering and it starts bubbling. And before you know it, it's just burning you. <laughs> that is so true. Like I speak up for myself way more often than Shove does. And I also speak up for everyone around me, particularly Shove, even when she doesn't want me to um, all the time because I just... I don't even hesitate. I just because I also like choose my hills to die on. So like for me, a lot of things aren't don't matter. But Rebel's like, I will go to war for this for you. I will fight for your honor. And I'm like, literally, they just didn't bring me what I ordered. It's fine. And she's like, no, no. Okay, what you're (laughs) referring to is we went to a restaurant and we were with a big group of people. We all ordered at the same time. Me and Shev were on the same check and ordered at the same time. And they brought out everyone's food, including mine. 15 minutes later, Shev still did not have her food. People were finishing eating and Shev had not received her food yet. So yeah, I'm gonna riot. And then she was like, it's fine. We'll just pay for it. And I was like, um, fuck no. No, I didn't want to pay for it, babe. But I, the reason why I was rioting was because they were trying to charge us for it. No, you, it, it was like you kind of went off on the person that was like serving it. And then they were like, like that, that instance was like, okay, like I get it. And then it was just like, I think it was the way you went about it. Like you went full Karen. I was pissed. You went full Karen. Because here's the thing. I worked in a restaurant for seven plus years. Like I know that the only way to get to a certain person is to raise hell with certain other people. Mm -hmm. Anyways, whatever. So anyway, so I stand up for Shove a lot, even when she doesn't want me to. And I also get pissed when Shove doesn't stand up for herself. But then sometimes I'm a hypocrite and I don't stand up for myself. You're a hypocrite. 
But I also think that like, for me, it's harder for me to stand up for myself in situations in which I'm trying to like negotiate pay because I'm worried that the other person is just going to like back out. (laughs) Whereas I feel like when I've been wronged, it's so easy for me to stand up for myself because I'm like, I have been wronged. I mean, I must correct this. I must defend my yeah, honor. I must defend my honor. I don't know. Um, I just feel like there's certain people, like for me, standing up, the hardest thing to stand up for, I think, or I should say person would be like my dad because like I feel like there was so much like pain and misunderstanding and weird things there that I think it literally took me to like a year ago or two years ago to be able to stand up and be like no because I feel like he was always like the trigger for me for a lot of things and like I would cave and give into his little mind games and like weird emotional stuff or like him needing favors like and getting attitude if I didn't drop everything to do it right then and like be like no I can't because of this or like I don't want to or like you need to tell me ahead of time and before I would just literally feel like I have to do this or else I'll be in trouble or like I and I finally learned how to like stand up to him and I was just like wow I took that power away from him so it was really important to stand up to yourself for anyone that like you know like even if they're not a bad person anymore but can be a trigger because they were a bad person then like you need to set those boundaries and stand up for yourself yeah definitely I think that um for me it's more like I spent so much time people pleasing in my life. Like that's just like a very, I have a strong background of people pleasing. So for me, it's hard to stand up, speak up for myself and say no when people ask me to do things instead of just saying yes to everything. Um, And I also feel like I struggle with like, just like, enforcing boundaries at times with people. And I feel like sometimes like, I think I should be better. And so that's why I don't speak up for myself. Like, mm. I like, Oh, you should have, you know, done X, Y, and Z. And so because of that, like you shouldn't stand up for yourself. Like you shouldn't say anything like you deserved whatever it is that happened. Yeah. I get that. I'll feel like, well, first I'll be like, I need to stand up for myself because this is wrong. And then I'll start like contemplating the situation. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, no, it's my fault because I did this like or because I didn't say anything at that time. So now it's my fault. So like maybe I shouldn't stand up or like there have been times where I started to stand up and then I like take it back. I'm like, but, you know, I don't think it's fully yourself, your fault. Like it's me, too. Like and it's like, oh, no, now you're spiraling and like you got to stand your ground. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, do you have a specific instance of when you've had to speak up for yourself? When I worked at Coffee Bean, I had to put myself um, on the spot and other people on the spot and really stand my ground and stand up for myself and everyone at my coffee shop um, because the pandemic hit and we saw that it was getting serious. And so I started emailing my manager and my district manager and being like, hey like what's going on like it turns out this virus is like a really big deal and it's like highly contagious like 
what are we doing? Like we have had full lobbies, like full of people, like, mm-hmm. and no one really cares. Like what, what are their plans? And then like radio silence. And then I saw that Starbucks was pulling all their furniture in so that it could only be to go. So I was like, Hey, like, I think we should do this. And then one person, like I called another store and they're like, yeah, like, I feel like we should do that too. Like, it seems kind of weird because people just keep coming in and it's like so many people in here, like that can't be safe. So I took the executive decision as the store manager and I pulled all the furniture and pushed the chairs against the, um, sorry, pushed the tables against the wall and I put all the chairs in the back of the house office and, um, was just like, it's, this is fine. And my manager called me and I was like, yeah, I just wanted you to know, like I pulled all the furniture because I don't think customers should be in here. Like Starbucks is doing it for their employees and I got to protect myself and my employees. And they were like, well, I don't know if you should do that. And I said, well, if you're going to make me put it back, you're going to have I'm going to have to close the store because I'm not going to stay here. And they were just like, oh, OK, OK, well, that's fine for now. Just leave the furniture like that, like totally panicked. And I was just like, I'm I'm not fucking around. Like, y'all are going to act like I'm going to die for this freaking place. And, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is not cool. And then, like, no one was communicating with everyone. I had to send so many messages. And then, like, I was telling people, like, I am straight up, um, like, high risk. Like, this is not cool. Like, can we wear masks? And they were like, no, you can't wear masks. I can't believe that. Still, because it still blows my mind. Remember in the beginning, they were like, well, we don't know if it'll do better. Like, yeah. so. It, a lot of people are iffy but we wanted to wear them and they were just like no no no, no. like it's a bad look and all this stuff and it was just weird there was no social distancing yet and like of course once like there were like the state made it like you had to they enforced it but i don't know like the way they handled it was not good there was no information everyone was acting sketch it was stressful as hell for you it was so stressful like we were at work like washing our hands between every single transaction to a point where everyone's hands were like getting little bumps and red and like just so dry they were cracking and like one person was having like little mini panic attacks and then it was just like too much to happen and like when everyone got furloughed, it was like, okay, well, we're still making money and we're not working. So let's ride this out. And then they wanted to bring us back, but it just felt like I was over it. Cause they didn't, I was like, it made me realize like how replaceable I am and how like no one really cared about any of us. All they cared about was making money. So mm-hmm. as soon as I realized like, okay, like I can hustle and do other things. Like I stood up by just quitting and just saying like, I don't want to come back when the first day they had us back to open the store. I helped them with what I could. And I said, I'm not coming back. And I did it. I was so proud of you for that. Like that was so hard and intense and you did it. I did it. It's awesome. I missed the free coffee and I missed the money, but I missed the free coffee as well. (laughs) I definitely miss like just like loitering in your coffee bean shop. <laughs> I miss loitering in any coffee shop. Yeah, for sure. I feel like for me, I my big opportunity is I think it roots from, you know how you were saying earlier, like it comes from how you're raised and like what happens. And I think that growing up poor, I think that the way I was taught to like deal with money or the potential for money or the interaction with money is very like you take what is offered to you. 
And so for me, I struggle really hard with putting myself on the line to try and negotiate a pay that I think is fair for myself or to even stand up and be like, Hey, I think I deserve a raise. I, you know, got this new degree or I was promised X, Y, and Z. I have a really hard time with that because in the back of my head is this like training from when I grew up that was like, that's like, it would be, it's better to have some money than, you know, risk it and not have that's a fair factor. Yeah, no, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's a instilled like fear within me that is like, it's a poverty complex. I mean, go back and watch that episode for sure. (laughs) But for the most part, I have no heart, no problem at all standing up for myself, especially when someone tells me I'm wrong about something. I'm like, nope. (laughs) Oh my God. Because most of the time I'm right. I mean, like, unless I'm wrong. Which is sometimes. Sometimes? Yeah. Just sometimes? Just sometimes. Okay. A lot of times with shove, but with other people, I'm right. Always. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, Lord. But yeah, um, I don't think I've always stood up for myself. I always just be someone to stand up for others. Um I quickly went from being a bully as a kid because just, you know, home issues. So most bullies do have like some effed up stuff happening at home. And I was one of those kids Uh, and from becoming not a bully anymore, but then like a defender, (laughs) I took took that violence that I needed to have out to like defend other people. So like if a kid was getting picked on or like someone like came up to my friend or touched a friend, even into my adult life, like a guy could like accidentally like, touch me in the wrong way or be rude to me and I would just like ignore it or like tell him to F off. But like many times, especially in my bar fly days, like if someone called one of my friends a bitch or touched their ass, like it did end with me like shoulder checking them into a wall or like (laughs) just straight up like hounding them. Like whether it was just like making them feel really small by verbally abusing them or if it was like you touched them. So now I will get physical with you. Like I don't recommend that, but yes, I always would stood like defend and stand up for someone else. I mean, anytime you go out with me, I feel like I end up getting a fight with someone (laughs) like anytime we go to a bar or anywhere and someone says anything or has the nerve or the gall to try anything, even if it's like innocent, innocent, there's air quotes. What are you talking about? Like when, like when that girl was like touching your butt and was like, this is fine. I'm straight. And I was like, no, fuck you. And I had to get into a full argument with her and her fucking boyfriend. And then ended up like shouting in the bar and like, yeah, anyways, whatever. Rebel's crazy. I love with me. No, I'm just crazy. Your eyes eyes got a little crazy when you said that. (laughs) Yeah. I love you, babe. Well, I love you too. But anyway, so yeah, so speaking up for yourself, you should do it. But speak up for others. Yeah, speak up for others. And I know this isn't like, um, I know it's not always easy. Like speaking up for yourself is not always easy. But I think a big part of breaking, especially like women and other oppressed 
genders or non-genders, I feel like we're socialized into like just shutting up and taking it, you know? And I think that it's an important part of breaking that for future generations for us to speak up no matter, you know, no matter Mm. what, no matter if we feel like we're wrong or not. Anytime someone's trying to take advantage of their like power over you or their aggression or their domineeringness, I think it's really important to have your own back. That being said, if you are not in a safe position and you feel like this is going to harm you more than it would like help you, then obviously use your own discretion in different situations, but just like, don't be scared and have each other's backs. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, do you got anything else to say about speaking up for yourself? Nope. Nope. All right. Let's move on over to the wheel world. The wheel world. The wheel world. Where we discuss roller skating stuff. And anything that has anything to do with roller skating. What? (laughs) All right. So. So today's wheel world, we didn't really have any like events that happened over the last week. So we decided to answer a roller skate question. So the roller skate question that we were posed was, what's y'all's techniques to choosing skate accessories slash setups for your skates. And we thought that was a fascinating question because we have uh, opinions about skate accessories. Oh my God. Do you want to first define like what a skate accessory might be? For me, (laughs) uh, I'll say mostly pre-pandemic. I saw some of this pre-pandemic, like a couple wings or whatever, but we'll go back into that. Um, but when people said skate accessories, it literally just meant toe caps and like colored laces. Yeah. It was like, that was all. Yeah. It was like, are you talking about skate hardware or are you talking about toe caps and laces? No, but that was like hardware. But someone said like, oh, accessorize your skates. They meant, oh, get a toe cap and change the laces to something colorful that is not stock. And then, like, maybe someone would put a patch on their skate. And it was, like, rare. Yeah, (laughs) rare. Like, very rare. Like, people wanted their skates to just, like, be, like, a tool, a, like, what do you call it? Like, in a sport, you have a bat. Like, what what would you call that? Like, it's just, like, this is what you need for the sport to do the thing. So, like, the less things you had on it that could possibly break up and make you fall or, like, you want to, like, you're going to fall naturally. Like, so you don't want all these things getting in the way. So, like, I never, I don't think people ever thought about putting a bunch of stuff on Yeah, I don't think it was a conscious decision. I think that before the pandemic, I think it was just kind of, like, Nobody had really put that much thought and effort into like decorating the skates beyond like what the skates looked like already. Yeah, I feel like I feel like now it's more um, like your skates are like a charm bracelet. And for me, I'm actually in awe of the creativeness 
creativity yeah (laughs) i was like that's not weird the creativity that i've seen people like do like what they've come up with is like astonishing like things i would have never thought of and i'm like y'all are wilding out like you know we're a fan of project pin up and it's just like she is probably the only person that's like made things that i've actively put on my skates but even then it's like one or like i'll put one at a time like like a little flare yeah so i think that it's important to pause here and say that our opinions do not matter (laughs) oh no do you boo boo at all even kind of do you boo boo i don't care if you want to have wings tin charms some toe caps that glow in the dark light up a colorful shaped toe stop and yeah, light up say, wheels let's let's talk about like what different accessories there are so right now <laughs> oh, there wait, wait, wait. are wait oh so when we said in the beginning like what was just basic light up wheels was a huge like oh accessory. light up wheels was a huge i mean that continues to be a huge yeah accessory yeah yeah, yeah light up wheels was definitely big before i remember getting a pair of light up wheels and they were like sold out at roller yeah, con so like, hard to find it was so hard to find mm-hmm. and i remember you being like i'll just get them for you and i was like just get whatever color is available <laughs> and it was like wild um so now there are toe covers in by many different toe caps by like many different companies. Whereas mm-hmm. before it was like a couple, maybe two, maybe three mm-hmm. um, toe caps. There's um, a bunch of different charms that you can put on your like anything least, you can think of. Yeah, literally anything you can think of can be a skate charm. There's ankles. Skanklets? Is that, Is that what, they're, what called? they're called? Skanklets? Shut up. Wait, they're maybe not they're called, called skatelets. That sounds better. Not skanklets. I wish they were called skanklets. I love that. I think that's so cute. Oh my gosh. I I think they're called skatelets. When I was little, I was a skanklet. There's skatelets. And then there's like wings. And there's fringe. Oh yeah, fringe. patches. What do you call the appliques? Like the little... They're lace patches? Is that what they Oh, are? I guess lace patches. I had never seen that before the pandemic. Yeah, and then like you can lace, like it'll be like little flowers, like a ch- daisy chain. And or, then you like lace an, it. or like an enjoyable squish patch that you can put. Yeah, your and then there's ones you can put letter like lace covers, which is really cool, especially if you're in Derby, because when you're in Derby, you're doing things like knee tops and rock star, no, rock star falls where you're dragging your laces mm-hmm. on the ground and they tend to like shred so when like, i first started derby i went, went through, through like literally 30 pairs of laces i don't even know what i was doing wrong but <laughs> i was doing many things wrong clearly but like it was struggle bus city for sure yeah but see like so i thought for me i think my my problem and where like people are like shove like why don't you love this cute stuff? You're extra as hell. You think your skates would be extra as hell. Well, I also like have a thing with like function. Like I want things to have a function, not just like look a certain way. So like for me, I view my skates as something else. So for me, it's like I would love that patch that like goes over the laces because I know it'll protect the laces. So it's like stylish, but it has a reason to be on there. Um, 
And then like with other things, I'm just like, oh, it's just like too much stuff to worry about for me. I think that's what it is. Like, I just want to throw my skates on and go. I also like because, you know, I'm extra. This is kind of, oh God, this is so stupid. But I like to choose a theme for my outfit of the day. So if my skates scream candy raver but I choose to look 70s rock and roll that day. It just doesn't match. And I know that makes no sense. But no, that I, makes a lot of sense, actually. Y'all know I'm a stylish person and a shopaholic, which is why I have so many clothes that you see and why I have so many skates. So like a lot of thought goes into my look. So if I create a whole personality persona on that pair of skates with all those accessories, I would have to change those each time to match my look. And that just sounds like too much work. And I know y'all are probably like, shut up. But that's just how I feel. (laughs) No, it makes sense. I also feel like Whereas I love how they look on other people's skates, I am too, without being an aggressive skater, I am too aggressive. I don't know how to describe that. Um, Like, I'm just an aggressive person, and I, like, break shit all the time, and... I love how charms look on other people's skates, and I even will put charms... Oh my god, she uses the charms, like, around the house. Yeah, I'll even put, like, I literally own a crap ton of charms, and I love them. And I'll put them on my skates and just set them up sometimes. But as soon as I start skating in them, I have to take them off because I will break them, and then they will trip me, and then I will die. Don't ask how, because many, many people will skate all day long with these and not have a problem at all because they don't just break but like my dumb ass would like slam them against a wall and then break it somehow because that's who I am as a person did we mention wings I think we like kind of mentioned wings okay cool I was just like wait I think we yeah there's also wings which funny story I did know those existed because when I first started skating my very first pair of skates, which were ugly, just no offense to my old skates, but they were just <laughs> ugly. And they were like black skates. And then I put like hot pink laces on them and then like neon green toe caps and gold. <laughs> and then someone gave me gold wings and I was like, what are these? And they were like, they're wings. And I was like, great. So I just like put them on my skates. So oh, and pom poms. Oh, pom poms. Pom poms like were pom-poms. around before too. You know what was around primarily though with pom poms is it was pom poms with a bell in it. Yeah, and that always bothered me. And I, I love when again, I love when other people have bells on their skates. I hate when I have bells on my skates because it like makes me think my toe stop is coming off because I'm always listening for my (laughs) toe stop rattle. I had bells on my skates and she kept saying, your toe stop. Is it my toe stop? I literally am constantly listening for it. And yeah, I had like a pom-pom with a bell in it and I ended up giving them away. And everyone's always stoked because I'll buy all this shit and then I'll just give it away because I keep thinking that I want it. But then as soon as I start skating, I'm like, oh no, I don't want it. Do you think... um like when it comes to certain skate accessories, like would you recommend that for like someone that wants to park skate? No. How come? 
Um, because when you're park skating, you are way more aggressive on your skates and chances that things will break off. Like, for example, if you're getting skate charms, do not park skate with skate charms on. Just don't do it. Like, maybe you'll be lucky and you won't die. But like, <laughs> probably not. Like, probably you're going to hit your skate on something or you're going to slide out of a stall or something's going to happen. It's going to break off. And then if you don't catch it, it's going to be a super hazard for someone else. Yeah. And so like, you don't want to be a hazard like that. But for like street skating or mm-hmm. rink skating, like whatever, like do you. Like I love, again, I love how it looks. <laughs> I just have sensory issues with them on my skates, I think. I've seen some cool setups out there. Like, even ones that I'm like, wow, they have everything on there. But the colors just go so flawlessly that it's almost like a work of art. And I feel like it's a way for people to be, like, super original and make it like you see it and you know it's there. It's like, when I look at... um joanna from netna skate club in vegas she i know she always has like wings on her skates but they're always like demon wings mm-hmm. and like her skates always have like a super like harry potter theme or like you know like it goes with her theme and it's very like her personality so like i get it you know what i mean and i think that that's why neither of us can do that is because neither of us have one style or aesthetic like we both <laughs> alter between so many and they're so different like you have like your 70s style you have your like punk style you have your super e-girl you have your super just like girly girl like cottagecore almost (laughs) like you have all these that you I would say you constantly go between and then you have your like skater girl like moxie Mm -hmm. aesthetic and then like I have you know I'm literally a butch one day and then an e-girl the next and then a professional the next day and then a goth (laughs) the following like I don't I literally never match up so like if I was to make one of my skates one of those aesthetics then I would if I happen to be wearing the other one I would never be able to wear it which is basically essentially what you said earlier but (laughs) Just reinstating it because I think it's a very valid argument. But yeah, I don't know. But when I saw what you did to my orange skates and made them like the ultimate Halloween setup, I'm not going to lie. I was like, I love how they look and I will keep. I think because it's the holidays and I think, okay, I am a sucker for skate decoration, skate accessories. For the holidays. Me too. Because then it's like, you're going to have your Halloween set up. You're going to have your Christmas set up. You're going to have your Valentine's Day set up. I feel like that's when, uh, that's like when I had the bells that Rebel was talking about that annoyed her. It's because I was like, jingle bells. But like, I love that idea. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I would even look at her and be like, that's so cute. And then we'd be skating and I'd be like, I'm having an anxiety attack because I don't know if my toe stops are coming off or not. And in Valentine's Day, I like to mismatch my strawberry with either um, my poppy red skate or with my taffy purple skate. And then do like pink laces and red wheels and just like color coded for that. So then it's like no matter what I'm wearing, it's still like holiday spirit. So I totally am all about any kind of cheesy, like gaudy, like over the top accessory for that. 
Oh my gosh. I literally, I agree. I, but I also like, again, like I clearly made her skates. It's like, she was like, just not home. And I was like, I'm just going to make her skates into Halloween skates. Like I do, I do love like just taking random skates and just turning them into some like (laughs) themed skates and then just putting them back up on the shelf. Cause I think they're beautiful. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You're so weird. But yeah, so I may or may not be getting some skate charms in my shop. And I picked out all my faves, all my fave things that I could think of that I would want to put on my skates and that I will probably put on my skates and put on the shelf, but probably won't skate in maybe. I don't know. But those are coming to my shop soon. And even I just y'all will be the literal first people to find out. But there is going to be a Christmas I have a Christmas like accessory set that may or may not involve earrings and a matching skate charm. I don't even know about this because Rebel tells me nothing. No, because I just found out about it today while you were at work. Uh And I'm super excited, but I can't tell you anything else. I'm excited. I can already guess who's making it for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well... Stop it. So don't um, come at us. We're not attacking you uh, for your accessorized skates. Like we said, everyone has their own sense of style. We're not judging you if you have it. We're just talking about, hey, these are accessories out there. And this is why we don't accessorize our skates. And don't like be like, oh, man, I'm taking these off because Shovel doesn't wear them. I shouldn't wear them. No, you do you, boo-boo. Stay true to who you are and keep rocking those skates with pride no matter what you put on them and what you don't put on them. Yeah. And I've also had people send me like skate accessories and stuff and I'm still super grateful for them and I still definitely put them on my skates, but I just, you might not see me skating around in them and that's because I will break it (laughs) because that's who I am as a person. Rebel ruins everything. Well, I feel like We should have ended on me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, I think we should get out because Rebel's losing it. Okay, bye. Could it be? A find your skate date? We finally have one? I think we must have threatened y'all enough. Because <laughs> we had a breakdown last week. Thank you for sending in a Find Your Skate Date. So Find Your Skate Date is where we connect you, the skater, with other skaters in your area. And we do that by... Are you breathing really loudly into the microphone? Am I? Keep hearing your... Oh my God, yeah, am I? Breath, yeah. You, no, it was like... what's going on um spooky season (laughs) so find your skate date we connect you with other skaters and help you to find a person to be a skate date whether it's platonic romantic etc and in order to have us gas you up all you have to do is send us an email at dearskatedate at gmail.com telling us who you are sending us a picture your bio and your pronouns and we will blast you out there on the podcast and on our instagram yeah what she said all right let's jump on in so who's today's skate date hey guys it's me tiff
I am 35. I live in Kissimmee, Florida. I'm a proud member of the Turtle Skater Society. <laughs> Love turtle skating. I am on level one in my skate journey. So if you'd like to be my skate date, you either got to have a lot of patience or be a fellow turtle too. Hashtag turtle power. Turtle power. Love it. Skate culture is more popping in Orlando, but as a human who lives an hour away and works a full-time job, Orlando isn't always a convenient option. A.K. a bitch is old and tired, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure somebody exists in my neck of the woods, right? Listen, can we figure out which one of us cries cuter like shove or shovel? It's definitely... Steph me rub icy hot on each other's knees after skating for hours and twerk to some doja cat oh my god that sounds like a blast <laughs> motivate each other to keep going even when we feel like we suck or we'll never learn anything <laughs> and cheer each other on <laughs> when we finally unlock something new i'm down to make i'm down to make long lasting friendships while learning while really learning together who knows where this skate ship can take us? That's cute. So in conclusion, let's be fun together, make some memories, and put these knees and ankles to use while we still can. Granny emoji laughing my ass off. Oh my God, that is so funny. So um, if you can't tell, Tiff is hilarious. Amazing. Is a wonderful human being and is very, very... Fun to be around and supportive. <laughs> no, she's very supportive, and I love that for her and for you, person, future skate date of Tiff that is somewhere near Kissimmee, Florida. Kissimmee. I just like looking at it. Kissimmee, Kate Barlow. What? Is that where she's from? Kate Barlow, Kissimmee, Kate. Isn't that like an old Western legend? I don't know what she's. Kissimmee, Kate. Isn't it some girl who like rode around on horses and like killed people after she and then after she killed people, she like kissed them with her like snake venom lipstick? Is that not a real thing? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just looking at you because it could be. Maybe I missed that episode of My Favorite Murder. I don't. Um, maybe I made that up. I don't know. I feel was that like, one of your weird dreams? Oh, wait. Was that a story that was in Holes? <laughs> Remember Why do you always holes? talk about holes? I swear to God, this woman will make random references to the movie Holes. Like, I think that was the only movie she was allowed to watch growing up. Because she literally will call references to it, and I have never seen it. I just know that that one guy, Shia LaBeouf, is in it, right? Uh, Shia LaBeouf, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's all I know. And she'll randomly, like... Once every two months or so. <laughs> that is not even real. Babe, I have heard you randomly say something like, yeah, like in holes. Or like, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. She is exaggerating. Babe, in our relationship. Okay, it has been, it's probably like once a year that I randomly bring no, up holes. No. I have not brought it up for all of 2021. I doubt it. Okay, but they do have that banging song that's like, dig it up, oh, oh, dig it. Please don't. Please don't. I will on purpose never watch this movie now. And we are still in the spotlight. doesn't matter to me. Oh, sorry. The spotlight is on Tiff. 
of Kissimmee, Florida. Really quick before we leave holes. That was where I learned that like if you hold your nose, like if you can't smell and you bite into an onion, it can taste sweet. I still don't believe it, but like apparently. Okay, so when you say learned, you just heard about something that you have no no backing on. Correct. I thought you were going to say you tried it, so you didn't no, really learn did anything. You just it, no. heard something in the movie. No, and said I you read the book it. first. Okay, so I read it and a then fiction the movie a fic- <laughs> in the fiction section. Yes. <laughs> She loved holes so much she didn't just read the book, y'all. She also watched the movie. <laughs> now I get why she's constantly talking about it. <laughs> it's like, babe, how was your childhood besides the besides the religious trauma? She's like, holes. Holes. That's why we call herself Shovel, because she's obsessed with digging no, holes. That is not true, even kind of. Oh my gosh. Okay, anyways, so Tiff. <laughs> Wait, you shouldn't put her Instagram on here. How do they find you, Tiff? <laughs> I don't even know what her Instagram is. <laughs> She's all like, they'll find me. Google Tiff. <laughs> 35. Kiss me, Florida. Oh, I'm stupid. It's Hey, hey Nick. Nick. Duh. Hey, Nick. I was like, it's something to do with Nick. <laughs> At Hey, Nick. H-E-Y-N-I-C. K-E-Y-M. Not Hey, Tiff, Donald Duck. Oh, no. Rebel spinning out. Okay, anyway, so hey Nick, hit her up because she's rad. And you could be rad too with Nick. And Do then it. when you meet her in real life, you could be like, hey Nick. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. All right, I think it's time for a tear shovel. Okay. All right, this next part of our episode is called Dear Shovel. Dear Shovel is the part of the podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm wiping away my tears because I was laughing so hard. Okay, Dear Shovel is the part of the podcast where you write in your questions and then we answer them. Why didn't you just drink out of my cup, babe, instead of pouring it like it's a science experiment? Making it sound like someone's peeing in like the back I was of our podcast. Some soup from you. Oh my god, <laughs> the soup is from my family. Okay, well, so in Dear Shovel, we answer your questions and we give you good and bad advice, and you have to guess which advice is better. Some Actually, people just, just call it advice. Yeah, you can just take whatever advice that we give you, and you know, take it with a grain of salt, obviously, but. um <laughs> Yeah, so today's question. Oh, and if you want to send in a Dear Shovel question, you can send it to DearSkateDate at gmail.com. I know that's probably confusing because it's DearSkateDate at gmail.com, but you have to say Dear Shovel, but that's okay. You're smart, and I know you can figure it out. All right, so today's Dear Shovel is Dear Shovel, do you have any advice about learning to love my body? No. Yes, obviously we have advice about that. A device about that? Advice. Okay. Yes. Um, so here's my opinion about this. There are times in our lives where our bodies are hard to love. And we struggle with viewing ourselves in the way that other people who love us view us. And I think that 
there is no cure-all for that, right? And I also think that it would be, I don't know, like super shady of us to be like, just do this and then everything will be better because that's really not the case. Like learning to love your body is a long process. Wait, first Venmo us $500 and we will give you the secret to loving yourself. Oh my God stop <laughs> that's what society does that's literally what society does society's like here just book just a session with me and buy pay this me. pill buy this diet plan yeah buy this supplement buy this like face moisturizer and you'll be stunning and you'll look in the mirror and you'll be like i'm amazing and beautiful and i love my body Get this surgery nip yeah. tuck stuff Yeah. And none of that stuff works and it's terrible. And I really think that I think even sending us this question, I think is the first step. I think even asking the question, like, how do I start to love myself? Because I think it's so easy to just sit in that wallowing pit of like, looking in the mirror and then just being like, well, I fucking hate myself today or just in general. And then like not being able to shake that. So I think that reaching out is the first step. Yeah. Rebel and I have horrible days all the time. All the time. There's more good than bad though. Mm -hmm. And it used to be just bad. (laughs) Yeah. And then it was like bad. And maybe one day a month it was like, Oh, I look okay. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and now it's usually like I'm feeling it, or like not even. It's not even like it's not even like we're getting up with humor. Like, ooh, look at this bad bitch. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, throw some Liz on. It's just that we don't care. It's like we wake up, we put on a cute outfit, put on our makeup, we do our hair, and then we like go about our lives, and we just like are confident because of what's on the inside and how we're feeling. Like the amount of times that I even like look in the mirror and like really look at my body or like really look at my face is really rare like that's the kind of behavior I did when I was dissecting every single dip scar hair lump like roll um looking at every little blackhead pore anything on my face like that's what went into that behavior because like if you're looking for something you're gonna find it oh definitely and so now it's more like oh like how's my outfit is my like make sure that thong isn't sticking out in the back and oh i think this crop top should be a little shorter let me fold it up let me roll these sleeves like i'm focusing on like what i just want like aesthetically on the outside and like how i want that to look and that might get me more frustrated than like oh, my stomach's protruding more than usual today and things like that. Um, when I do have a bad day, it's m- more of like, oh, like I feel like just a blob, like a shapeless blob. And like definitely like that's not how I would normally talk to myself. It's just like I'm having an off day, usually around the time my period's going to come. <laughs> but it's just like I'm having an off day and that's where I go back to because that's the kind of stuff I would say when I was full of self-hate. And so even though it's not really that I'm not like I'm losing my self-love and body positivity, it's just that I, it's easy to fall back on the way you used to treat yourself when you're in a mood. Yeah, and I definitely feel you on that whole, like, not looking in the mirror thing. And I know that this feels kind of, like, 
counterproductive to like loving your body, not looking at it that much. But like, I think especially for people who have hated their bodies or have had body dysmorphia, like that really is part of the habit is just like spending hours like staring and hating and like, you know, dissecting and all those things. And for me, like I know that there are parts of my body that I struggle with or that are areas that cause me more frustration than others. And so I literally just don't look at them. And I know that sounds like really bad, but like I literally just, I know that when I don't see mirrors and I put things on that make me feel good and I like, like what I'm putting on, that can determine how I feel about myself way stronger than like me seeing myself in the mirror and being like, you look good. But like it comes down to even when you're shopping, like buying things that feel good when you put Mm -hmm. them on, like that are comfortable. Like you don't have to squeeze yourself in to fit some number that's on some arbitrary, like decided by some old rich white guy who's in charge of a company, you know what I mean? Like you should just buy things that make you feel good in your body and buy things that you're like, this is really cute. I bet you would look super cute on me. Like that's how I get dressed. Like I'm like, oh, I think that's really awesome. I think it's going to be awesome when it's on me and I'm going to be stoked to be wearing it. So yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Like saying it out loud what you like about your body or seeing a picture of yourself and really like appreciating how you look um you can a lot of people think it's cheesy or it's like that's weird but i've literally written love letters like open letters and even put them on instagram to different parts of my body that i struggle with and like i still haven't even finished all writing to every part of my body and as you do so like you realize like each part of your body brings so much strength or has a reasoning or somebody love can lay across you and feel safe and comfortable because of the fat on your body or maybe it's the lack of fat and like anything about your body like there's some positive to it that you might not see and you gotta like almost detach that body from who you are on the inside from your soul and just see it as like it's that's your shell to protect you and like it does so much good from you whether it's like being grateful that you can get out of bed in the morning or knowing that you can hug someone like that you instead of being like i hate my arms so much i hate them so much it's like think of all the things your arms do for you daily and like really shifting that frame and that's how you start seeing your body is more than just something that's supposed to be this mold of what our typical european beauty standards are and you just need to like break that and like just know that you are valid yeah and i know we've said it before but honestly for me roller skating really has helped me to love my body and the reason why that is is because it's demonstrated what i'm capable of and i never felt capable of things before and being active and being on my skates and doing tricks or doing whatever it is that I'm successful at on my skates, like it makes me feel like, oh, my body is legit. Like, fuck yeah. Like my body is awesome. And my body lets me do this thing. And mm-hmm. so roller skating really, really has been, um, I think, monumental in my journey to self-love. A hundred and 10 percent 150 (laughs) percent 
I feel like that's what we got. Do you got anything else to add into that one? That's it. All right. Well, thank you all so much for hanging out with us this week. Um, If you would like to support this podcast, there are several ways that you can support it. And any support that you give will be very, very appreciated. You can Venmo us at Queer Girl Skates. And yes, it goes to both of us. Um, Just write skate date in the um, notes. Uh, You can donate on PayPal, which is also a link in the bio. You can buy our skate date stickers or skate date patches. And those come from on a skate date, the Etsy shop. And if you want, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts and give us a little comment. And that would make us really happy because right now nobody wants to rate us. And I think I just want to stop talking about it at this point because I'm sad. Maybe we just don't mention it. Yeah. Okay. Until someone just I'm read just on us and we're like, oh, we got a review. I'm just going to stop mentioning it. Um, but <laughs> I already did. So um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Skate Date Pod. And um, sometimes I post lies like, yay, new episode coming out tomorrow, but today is Monday and tomorrow's Tuesday. And that means that there's definitely not a new episode coming out tomorrow. So you can catch me in lying if you follow us on Skate Day Pod. Anything else you want to tell the people? I'm tired. <laughs> All right. We love you so much. We'll see you next Skate Day. Bye. Bye. Oh, my-